Good morning and welcome. You're listening to B-Side Morning Brew with Beige and Niles. Hot coffee, cool chatting, chilling on the corner of Lifestyle Ave and Music Street on 91.5 KUNV Jazz and More. Do we want Do we want to talk about uh, your new crib? Or you want to wait till after you're actually in the Dude, I'm I'm no, I'll be in there next week. Right, so it's done. Yeah. I'm <laughs> it's closing. It's closing on so those who don't know, I just bought a new house and it's closing next week. So oh, it's closing man. on it's closing on the sixth or seventh. Oh man. Casa Thomas. I know. I'm excited. You know, I, I mean I spent many an evening on your couch. Your <laughs> classic couch. Yeah. Back in the days of your Yeah. When you were in that other state, which shall go unmentioned, you dig. I know. Man, no, but so now, I mean, well, now it's, you know, it's nice, nice size house. So now you'll be able to have your own private full-on spare bedroom and bathroom and all that kind of good stuff, you know? So exciting. So yeah. excited for you, man. Thank you, yeah. brother. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Pride of home ownership. Well, you know, you it's know, funny. I, I already it. told you I'm getting you. Or, you know, you already, I already told you what your housewarming gift is going to be. Yeah. But I've got it? some other ideas. Yeah. Um, an espresso machine. Yeah. I yeah, need the espresso so, machine. Yeah, you're going to need that, baby. Especially when you're going to be uh, all those projects you've been telling me about you're going to be doing. So, Well, funny thing is. shot to get, get the day started. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is that the house is already dialed in. I mean, it's a beautiful home. But you know oh, yeah, me, I have big. certain I have certain design styles that I have to, you know me. And I'm I'm a DIYer. I, a lot of people don't know that about It's funny. There's two things people don't know about me because they just see me as the artist, the poet, or whatever. Uh-huh. One is me being an athlete, was played football all through high school, was on the football team. People flip out when they hear that, first of all. And then secondly, you know, when I was young, you know, I think our age, our demographic, when we were sure. kids, our dads taught us a lot of stuff, you know. So, yep. I mean, literally, if I needed to build a home, I could build a home, literally. So, I mean, yeah, I was taught. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I so, did drywall, man. I, you know, you want me to do some drywall. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, hey, man, I don't mess with electricity. Oh, yeah, me neither. Uh, That's the one thing I want. Drywall, plumbing, you know, yeah. roofing. Yep. Yeah. All, All that. that. Flooring. Yeah. I think it's important. Man. It's very important. You know, I hear I hear some girlfriends of mine who will say something about their husband or significant other, like, he doesn't even know how to open up a, a you know, a can. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean you can't fix a doorknob? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, uh, well. Yeah, that's a whole other discussion. Whole, yeah, that's so I'm, it'll be a lot of home depot. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, what, you said something before. You said, you're particular about design? I've never knew that about you. <laughs> particular about things. It's funny. If you, man, don't, I, if you don't know, <laughs> Niles is borderline minimalist. Like this brother, like, you know, like how you, you know how you're supposed to have like a, a go bag, like in the event of an emergency? Niles could literally take his whole life with him in like five minutes if he had to. It's literally that. And, I and have, I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not begrudging. I'm just saying. Well, what's funny is that's like, real. You know, my buddies here, they're going to help me move. It's I've got, <laughs> I have six minimum boxes or medium sized boxes, U Haul boxes, and all the rest is just the furniture. <laughs> with you know, some of man, it you're not even keeping, right? Or no, you've already got rid of the furniture you're not keeping, right? Yeah. Yeah, all the furniture I've been purchasing over the last year has been for the house, specific for the house. Right, so right, like, right, right. But, but um, <laughs> you know, yeah, man, I don't dig that. Th- here's my here's my thought and theory on this. Here's the deal. If you're moving house 
and your whatever's in your storage, whether it's your garage or some storage unit or something, if you if you're moving that to the new place, and it's going yet in another storage or garage, you got no business lugging that around. Agreed. Get, get rid of it. Agreed. You know, it, it's that's my whole thing. I mean, I know I'm an extremist. I mean, dude, I don't even have, I don't even have my high school yearbooks, man, because it was it was sitting in boxes years ago that I wasn't into. So it's like I just. That's how hardcore I am. I don't even need, you know what I mean? I don't, it's a waste. Of, my high school yearbooks are a waste of space. You're out of here. I threw them away, but that's how hardcore I, <laughs> I don't, I don't like. I, stuff, hey, it's man. awesome, man. That's, it's I, a metaphor I, though, isn't it? I mean, I got I enough. Laugh, I laugh out of jealousy. More so. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm all not, right. I'm not, uh, I'm just like, we did get rid of a lot of stuff when we moved across country back to Boston, but yeah. Then I picked, then I, you know, moving into my grandparents' old house. Yeah. I've got my great grandparents' stuff in here. My, gr see, unfortunately, my grandfather, amazing man, master welder, actually welded on ships like battleships. And wow. Stuff. Yeah. He was a master welder. Wow. That's Working cool. in the Quincy shipyards and stuff. Amazing. And so, like, all the wrought iron that's around the house, the fences and stuff like that, he yeah. welded all that, made all that. Wow, that stuff that's is still cool. standing to this day. Um, that's real craftsmanship, yeah, though. That's yeah, why. Yeah. Right, exactly. So he yeah. taught me how to weld, nice. um, arc welding, and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, but anyway, but as a result, though, he thought he could fix everything. So a lot of stuff he <laughs> there's a lot of projects that were never like fixed <laughs> that are in my twelve yeah. square foot basement that need to just go away. <laughs> well, in your house, I mean, I've been, it's been a minute, but yeah. I've been to your house. It was a hundred and something years old, right? 120 years old. Yeah. 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 You got ghosts in that house, bro. That freaks me out, man. <laughs> and you know me, I'm extremely sensitive to that world because I've yeah. experienced it. Yeah. So going to your house and I know it's friendly, so to speak, but yeah, no, I ain't. I ain't. No, I know you ain't ready for that. Yet. I, ain't. <laughs> I ain't ready for that yet. <laughs> Can't be doing no Casper the Friendly Ghost, man. It ain't cool. Well, really exciting times. Yeah, man. Um, we're about to go into the final quarter, the last third of the year. Going into uh, fall, into, right? Fall I mean, into fall, yeah. yeah. Uh, out here on the East Coast, you know, leaves are turning, you know, leaf peeping is starting. We got the pumpkins coming in. Nice. And you know what that means for you and I, too, especially for me, but I know you as well. Fashion. Oh, yeah. We get to switch gears, man. Yeah. The jackets come out. Yeah. I can switch back to my cashmere jackets. Yep. Cashmere sport coats, scarves. Yep. Um, cool hats. You it's know, like... long sleeve shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fashion yeah. fall. Fashion, fashion fall, fall with Bijan Miles. Let's fall into fashion. Fall into so, yeah, fashion. we'll definitely, we'll, we'll talk about that probably in the next episode for sure. But. Yes. One of the other exciting things that we have on the books, I mean, I think it's important for people to, especially as artists, write your goals down and what you yeah. want to do moving forward. Obviously, Miles and I have been working a lot together for decades now, <laughs> but we always are, I don't want to say reinventing ourselves, but we're always spending time to not only reflect, but look ahead to what we want to do and some of the things we want to complete one of those things we realized as we completed our recent eps individually in the studio with our las vegas crew is that we have yet to do a collaborative 
album together where we've sat down and written the tunes together. Usually it's been, I'll write my tunes, he'll write his tunes. And, you know, even in conversations, we'll refer to, well, you know, my music is this and my music, you know, your, whereas your music is it, you know, it kind of dawned on us one day. It's like, why don't we, how come we haven't collaborated together and actually written an album together? Um, since we would add to each other's individual works, why haven't we? So we're really looking forward to that. And it's yeah. actually very exciting. Well, the cool thing is when you and I stumbled on this idea, you know, Larry Aberman, who's, who's been playing with us, drummer, yeah. he also brought it up and that kind of helped maybe plant the seed even more so. And, you know, him saying to me one day that he's like, man, you guys should just collaborate and write songs together. Absolutely. And then you, you know, it, which is what you and I were already kind of talking about anyway. And then it just... Yeah, we've never done that. And how exciting it would be to do that, discussing the direction and, and what we want to tap into musically, sonically. That's very exciting. And if we can record it at oh, yeah, uh, yeah. La Fabrique in uh, the south of France, then that's what we got to do. There's going to be a lot of cool things associated with that experience that will yes. allow our listeners to be involved with some amazing recording experiences, performance experiences. Well, um, and we'll have our band. You know, we've got we've mm -hmm. got uh, Brian Tree, Triola on piano. We'll have, uh, of course, VIP, which is Nick VIP Schmidt on bass. Of course, Tom. Larry Aberman. De La Larry. Luna, De La yep. Luna Aberman. Yep. Larry De La Luna yeah. Aberman. We've got Skits, uh, Sam Skits Lemos. We've got Tom, the Tom. face, Lure. Yeah, we've got the cats. And, uh, mm -hmm. So along the lines of, you know, as artists, we have different influences of artists. Well, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the funk era of music, instrumental R&B, uh, before it became smooth jazz. Some of the greats <laughs> like Kirk Whalum and Ronnie Laws, Hubert Laws, George Duke. Well, those artists and songs were all, definitely also had a, a bite to them, more just... Ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, where, absolutely. And, which, and definitely on the edge of fusion jazz, too. I mean, where yeah. it fused kind of the funk with a lot of the jazz sensibility on the 70s, 80s, Miles Davis, even. Yeah, you know, started. Freddie Hubbard in his ECM records had a lot of those types of funk attributes to it. So, one of my favorites that I've always wanted to do live, and I've written a few arrangements, is a tune entitled Always There, played by. Ronnie Laws, uh, saxophonist, amazing groove, timeless. Yeah, so why don't we all take a break here and listen to Always There by Ronnie Laws. You're listening to B-Side Morning Brew with Beige and Niles on KUNV 91.5 Jazz and More.
Welcome back. You're listening to B-Side Morning Brew with Bijan Niles here on 91.5 KUNV Jazz and More. That was the great Ronnie Laws with Always There. Thanks for bringing that back, brother. I haven't heard that in a very long time. Go ahead, Bish. Where were you? Welcome. <laughs> where, where, where was that? Welcome, Ashley, to uh, B-Side Morning Oh, yeah. Brew. Why don't you introduce Ashley? You know what? I'll introduce her. You introduce time. Ashley. So we told our listeners early part of the show that we have a special guest today. So we'd like to welcome, should we call you just Ashley Palmer? Is it Ashley Brown hyphen Palmer? What, what is it? That you- <laughs> yeah. Legally, my name is Ashley Palmer. Right. I left it Brown Palmer on Facebook because, you know, when you change your name and then people kind of don't even realize who you are, if they knew you as Ashley Brown. But I just left it happening. But it, it, Ashley is fine. So Ashley that. is, Ashley's a dancer. And she came out here to Vegas a year ago, right? Just a year ago? Yeah, exactly a year ago. So she's a newbie. Well, welcome to Las Vegas. I met Ashley, though, at, at, you know, I started, you know, in our last show, we talked a little bit about my workouts at Orange Theory. And so, and you know me, dude, in terms of what you don't know about me, Ashley, is that once you get to know me, I'm fine. But normally I'm just extremely shy, timid cat. So going into Orange Theory for the first time was a huge feat for me because I don't walk into places alone like that. You know what I mean? Nope. It, was, it took a lot for me to do that. And I will say, Bij, when I walked in, Ashley was there and just really just, I felt at home immediately. It was crazy oh. the way she made me feel. And she's just being her. But what she doesn't know yet is that... <laughs> That same morning, once I fill out all my documents and insurance waivers or whatever they have you sign. <laughs> Your life uh, away. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, to the to the crowd of, I don't know, maybe it was 15, 20 people in that class that day, maybe somewhere in there, 15, maybe. She goes, everybody now welcome Niles. Niles is new here. I mean, yelling it out. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, you didn't just do this. But anyway, it's that's how I met Ashley. She's an amazing coach and that's why... Uh, I've been getting all ripped up, so to speak. <laughs> right. Game, honey. Show ready. Getting show yeah. ready. But anyway, well, if, I so- can, if, I can, if I can quickly inject, I just want Please. to say that I have never heard Niles be so excited about going to work out. You understand, when he started working out in RS0, he's just like, man. I gotta get up for my class, man. You know, okay. So I, you know, he was like, I gotta, go, I, you know, I, gotta, I can't be staying up late. I'm, you know, I'm yes. now, I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get to the class by. Was it six a.m. class? You take it something like that, five thirty, something like that. Six fifteen. Six fifteen. All right. So, uh, really, um, you have been a huge inspiration to him, and oh. it's exciting to see him excited, and just knowing him as I have for a long period of time, just the energy level, positivity. And, you know, those are some of the byproducts of just, you know, working out. But enough of us <laughs> talking. I want to hear about you. I want to hear about what, what uh, you know, first of all, we'll obviously get to the benefits of, of, of a thing like Orange Theory. Yeah, uh, we can Working out that. fitness. But how did, how did you, A, happen to want to be involved with an Orange Theory situation? And what is your background that kind of led you to that in wanting to help others? get to you know their best you're good beach god you're good yes that was a very <laughs> loaded question. <laughs> so, while i was working at disney a friend of mine who also worked at disney started to be a sales associate at an orange theory that was opening up right by disney celebrating brings people together the mouse brings people together i know the, yeah. wild it's it is literally a small world they were not kidding 
<laughs> but what, what, but you you were an entertainer at Disney, right? You were dancing or what were yes, you doing? Yes, so I was okay. dancing at the time doing the yeah. castle show. You know, so he's trying to do sales, but he also, you know, reached out to us and invited me and some other people in the cast to come and take our first class. You know, it's free, that whole setup. And so I'm always interested because I love fitness. I love working out. And as a dancer, it's always in, in, integrated into my daily routine. And I have always wanted to find some type of group fitness, but I love going to the gym and there wasn't anything that was giving me that kind of workout in a group class setup. Mm -hmm. So when I went to take the class and that's exactly what it is, it's literally like going to the gym, but you have a coach leading you and the workouts planned and you know, the music's going. So for a dancer, this is like what we want. We're always yeah. used to people telling us like, how to train, what to do, for how long, music going, you know, and that's what inspires us. So I fell in love in that first class and signed up that day. I left Disney as an employee and became a third party employee. So that's how I started working there. I just thought it was a good egg. Like I love working sure. out there. And when you're working there, you get to work out for free. But it's interesting that your perspective, the reason I bought into Orange Theory is because unlike what you were just mentioning, what I love about it is that it does not feel like a gym to me because I hate gyms. There's something about them that I just, I can't, I hate them. Yeah. And so Orange Theory, I don't feel, so for those that are listening that may not be into gyms as well, to me, I don't get that feeling from Orange Theory, even though it's very much a workout center. I don't feel like I'm in a gym. It's, I don't know why but it just doesn't have that same aura that same vibe to it i guess maybe it's because you guys you, you're a coach and you have someone's literally it's like having a personal trainer in this class the whole time right and it's just amazing so well, it you know like it's a group know. it's a group driven class if i'm understanding it and i've gone right. online and checked it out it seems very cool so if you're not if you're not self-driven and be able to create a program for yourself this is an excellent thing to do i mean i grew up you know playing football and basketball and you know did a lot of training and stuff like that so I, I'm a little it's a little easier for me to put together a little right. training program for myself but I do like the uh, the coach driven aspect of an orange theory that keeps you <laughs> keeps you on check you know and I think well the, and, yeah. and there's two other things I'll mention with this and then I'd like to talk to um, talk to Ashley about her dancing is that for me one I don't like personal I'm not into the personal trainer situation because I don't want to then it's like a hairstylist and you're just it's always it's you start getting into <laughs> it's just you know what I mean then then they're not really right. working you out anymore it's like a weird it just becomes I don't know it's you feel like you got to spill the tea and tell your secrets and yeah it just becomes an, a therapy and, plus a workout and i and i get it if some people like that it's fine i'm not it's just not for me right so tell us about your your dancing and and i mean is there a particular style you do are you versed in all different styles tell us about what your what your goals are here in in vegas uh, uh dancing wise and stuff yeah so i trained in all styles i grew up doing ballet, jazz, tap, hip hop. So I'm, I feel like I'm well-versed in oh, all types. My main, I guess, main focus of dance would be jazz. Okay. Jazz. So yeah, when you came jazz. out here, so you decided to come out to Vegas for what? To just kind of kickstart or find a new place in dance in terms of this scene out here? Yeah, so my husband and I moved back to Oklahoma. That's where we're both from. 
We moved to the Oklahoma back. Oklahoma where the wind goes <laughs> on the plane. Sorry. That's usually where everyone stops because they don't know anymore. That's true. I've played that musical several times. But yes. anyway, go ahead. Carry so on. Please. We moved back to Oklahoma and I thought I was done with dancing. I was a little burnt out. And after being home for a year, still pursuing fitness, we both decided we weren't done with entertainment. And Las Vegas was one of the first places we had considered moving to when we first got married. So we were like, well, maybe now's the time. All of our stuff was still in storage, packed away. So we just decided to get a U-Haul and move out here. That's cool. Um, nice. nice. That time of thinking about moving out here, though, a friend of mine, she lives here, and she does Cirque du Soleil's Beatles love show. And she kept saying, yes, you guys need to come out here. There's so much work. Like, you'll, you know, you'll find new things to do. And I was submitting for Michael Jackson 1. But doing well with the submission. So we decided to move out here to Vegas. And honestly, I just want to dance in general. I wouldn't say I have specific goals. I'm just trying to navigate through the entertainment world here and see what is out here, see what the offerings are like, the shows are like. See, that's a cool way of approaching it, actually. But we're going to have to take a quick music break here and come right back with Ashley Palmer. One of my favorite artists, as many of you know, is Sade. So this is Sade's Fear off the Promise album here on 91.5 KUNV Jazz and more. She t- 
Welcome back. You're listening to B-Side Morning Brew with Beige and Niles on 91.5 KUNV Jazz and More. Well, Ashley, we want to thank you for joining us and uh, giving some insight into kind of the dance world and uh, fitness. And So Ashley, where can, where can people find you if they want to look into your dance career as well? Yeah, if you want to follow my Vegas dance journey um, on Instagram, I'm at a j palmer 319 thanks again and we'll look forward to uh seeing you and um seeing you in your other job uh, your other profession can't wait thank you guys i'm i'm excited as well definitely keep you posted on the journey you've been listening to b-side morning brew with beige and niles chilling on the corner of lifestyle app and music stream on 91.5 KUNV jazz and more